Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. This is Rusty and Heather Bryant. Glad to be back with you for another episode. And um, so, a little bit of, I guess, an update. Um, and, and I mean, this look, this this episode is going to be fun. It's going to be, we're going to dive in uh, to some really, we're going to have just a great, fun discussion because it's almost, when we're recording this, it's almost Valentine's Day. But before we do that, just a little follow-up. If you if you follow along with us, we, we know that some of you, um, you do listen to us every week, so you're kind of up to date uh, and, you, and you've listened to lots of episodes. If you're not one of those people and you just kind of turn us on whenever, let me encourage you, whatever platform you listen to this, hit the follow button because that way the podcast every week when it comes out, it'll just pop into your little um, queue and you can you can follow us follow along that way. Uh, so sometimes I think we assume that people are kind of right along with us. But last week we did a little we did an episode on prayer because we are in the middle of a season of prayer and we have been praying for you our listeners so for our challenge that our church does uh we we're challenged to pray for one thing at one o'clock each day and that's the p28 challenge for the 28 days of february but we told you guys last week we have sort of changed that up a little bit and we just felt led to pray for marriages. And so we've asked you guys for specific prayer requests, specific couples that we can add to our calendar. And it went a little crazy, which is fine because we don't want you to feel like you're slighted. We want you to know that we can actually pray for five couples a day because <laughs> that's what we're up to now. Uh, so there are five couples a day on our prayer calendar for the month of February. But here's what I want you to know. We, we do pray for you by name. We also, in our calendar, we have notes of what you sent to us as far as your prayer request and what you want us to pray about. And so we pray for those things specifically. I also want you to know about a really cool story that happened today at church, and I'll let Heather tell that real quick. Okay, yeah. So a friend of mine came up to me at church and said, you know, I I really couldn't settle on one specific thing to pray for for my P28 challenge. And so when I was listening to y'all's podcast about it, I just heard God tell me, to join you in in praying for the married couples that you're praying for. And so she doesn't know you guys by name, um, but she just says that her one thing at one o'clock for one minute every day in February that she's praying for is praying specifically for the couples that Rusty and I are praying for that day. And she also shared that with her small group and other people in her small group were like, we're going to make that our P28 challenge. So not only are Rusty and I praying for you by name, but there are other um, ladies in our church and small group members that are praying for you. Um, and even though they don't know your name, God knows your name, and they're praying for you um, as we are. So there are just lots of people praying for the marriages that 
that we have been told about. And, um, and I just thank you guys for reaching out to us and entrusting us um, with that. Yeah, I just think that's an incredible story because I think there are people out there that sort of heard the heaviness that we felt last week, but also how we are learning to give that over to God that, that we aren't responsible for fixing and repairing marriages, but we are responsible for crying out. Well, and carrying you to that's, the one that's right. who can fix and these marriages. Yeah, and some people that picked up on that were like, we want to help with mm-hmm. that. Right. And I, I just think that's amazing. So, and if you didn't get, you know, on our prayer calendar yet, we got, I mean, even somebody last night, because people mm-hmm. are going back and listening, mm-hmm. you know, and they're just catching up. And so... They're and still if you're asking, listening to this and it's not February, it's okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we, we do pray in other months of the That's year. Right. So. Okay. Um, I just We just had to tell that because there's so many of you that listen. I mean, obviously, because we have over 100 people just on our prayer calendar for this month. And so I know that you guys are listening, and I wanted you to just to be sure that there's lot, there are people praying for you. And and we, we are praying for you specifically, but there's others out there praying. All right, so uh, we are about two days away from Valentine's Day. When, when we're, you listen when, to this, it's tomorrow. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. most of you, right? You right. Hopefully, this. hopefully, because like I said, hopefully you you follow us along, and but it could be at any point. And so here's the thing: for married couples, uh, wouldn't it just be great if Valentine's Day was kind of every day? Now again, you got to make it special, and you got to do some things that that would be a little out of the ordinary. But at the same time, the idea of Valentine's Day and the romance involved with that, it should be something that carries on throughout the year. So. We're going to talk today, um, and we're going we're gonna to break this into two parts. So today we're going to talk about what a man really wants for Valentine's Day, and then next week we're going to talk about what a woman really wants for Valentine's Day. And so first of all, can we just make the disclaimer that we know that not everybody is the same? That's right. No, not every woman's the same. Not every man is the same. But we're going to give some general... Um, and some personal, like it's like this is some things obviously that are personal to us, but it is also very general um, for how most men feel. And some of it is research based. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. some of it is our research based. <laughs> <clears throat> That's right. It's all over the place. So we're just going to have this fun discussion. And, and part of what's going to make it fun is that. I'm going to kind of lead this one today on what men want, obviously. Heather has no idea what I'm going to share. And so we're going to be able to have a real discussion on what makes some of those things that a man desires and needs, what makes that hard for a woman. That makes me really, really nervous, by the way. Oh, you'll be fine. (laughs) So, so those of you that are out there that are listening, that are women, you're going to, you're going to walk away from this going, okay, this is how I can improve in this area. This is, you know, how I maybe need to retrain my thinking, that sort of thing. Um, and then, you know, obviously we'll do the same thing for, uh, the women for next week. So, uh, so here we go. Let's jump into this. And, um, so I think that eat, I think the thing that would really make this a really short episode would be to say that what a man really wants for Valentine's day is sex. (laughs) And then we just turn it off. See y'all next week. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to be mature. Okay. And uh, and I'm going to be... I'm we'll going to see how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to be mature for the first half. Okay. 
<laughs> I'm going to be mature and I'm and not that that's immature because like it's a real thing. Um, but I'm going to talk a little bit more um, of this is not something this is something that we want for Valentine's Day. But this is just in general what, how a man what a man wants and needs every day of the year. And if you're looking for a day to start this and be like, I'm doing better, with, I'm going to do better with this, then start it on Valentine's Day. So that's what that's what we would really want. So there's going to be there's going to be two parts to this. This first one is is going to be this. And for those of you listening and you're like, oh, I mean, really, it's, it is sex. Well, we're going to talk about that <laughs> as well. So um, but here's here's what I want to say to you. First of all. You really need to know your spouse's love language. And we talk about love languages a lot on here, but it's, and again, it doesn't have to be the whole five love languages, take the quiz. It doesn't have to be that. You just have to know what your spouse wants. And if you don't know, ask them. That's right. How do you feel loved? Yeah, and I mean, there are the love languages, you know, the words of affirmation, acts of service, physical touch, gifts, and quality time. quality time. There they are. How did you forget that one? I That's know because like that was one. well and is way up there for <laughs> me too. Um, but those are the those are the things, and you need to be able to pinpoint. And so on Valentine's Day. That's what you need to do for your spouse. Like, let's just make it really simple. If you know what their love language is, then do that. If their love language is not gifts, then don't go buy them a bunch now, of gifts. Now hold okay. up. Okay. <laughs> Hey, I'm, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa I'm whoa. running this. Okay, I'm running you? this. Okay. Yes. Well, don't tell somebody not to get their wife a gift. No, we're not talking about the because women. I have zero, huh? Well, I mean, we are. We're talking about what a man wants. Okay. Right. But I'm just this time. Sa- okay. You're I'm, right. I, forgive me. Yeah. So for Continue. I'm just saying that for Valentine's Day and every day. Okay. Like know what makes your spouse feel loved. Right. Okay, so now I'm going to go into this really general, here, here are the things, and we'll get a little bit specific. Okay. So for a man, a man wants to be respected. I have a hard time with that word because it's got such a really broad meaning. Like, what does that mean? Well, not only that, but I think our world has made it a negative connotation to it. How so? so? Like on submit to your husband mm-hmm. and and a lot of people tie that into respect and I think they're completely different yeah uh, well and I'll say this I don't know that a man the the word submission is not really what I think of at when all when I hear respect mm-hmm. so so what I hear and what I think of when I hear the word respect is I think of appreciation honor words of affirmation like, do you believe in me? Mm-hmm. Kind of like, um, you still think I'm the greatest thing mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. And so so how do you put that into practice on a daily basis? Well, I think that it's that it really is part of the let me tell you and let me vocalize to you how awesome you are. Mm-hmm. And, and that is, I mean, that could come in the form of, you are such a great dad. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that could come in the form of, 
you know, the yard looks so good. Like those people down the street, they wish that you were the man of their house. Oh, they you know, wish you were their yard man. Too. Yeah, I mean those kind of things, and you know, even like man, you. And again, this is not for every spouse out there because I understand that there are some husbands that have let themselves go really bad in the area of physical fitness. <laughs> but for those that actually work hard at it and try, then that's another thing like like I'm still attracted to you because you I mean, you work hard to stay fit or whatever, whatever it is. But all of those things put them all together and that's how you show a husband that they're honored they're appreciated they're loved you know all of that respect however you whatever word you want to say so the where i think that the where we get sideways with this is i think a lot of wives do the exact opposite of that where those things may take place, but instead of pointing those things out, you point out the shortcomings. So there may be all of these great things that are going on, or it may just be a few things great that are going on, because <laughs> there are some deadbeat husbands out there. But I think that it's so much easier for wives to point out, do you remember how many times I've asked you to change that light bulb or you know how many times have I you know are you ever going to get around to doing that you know that kind of thing so it's Monday the trash still comes on Monday yeah yeah (laughs) so it becomes instead instead of focusing on how can I build this man up that I live with Mm -hmm. it becomes and it's the exact opposite. It's like I'm not going to build them up because I'm I never say anything positive when there is there are positive things going on. And instead, I'm just going to nag about these little negative things. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that's fair? Sure. What I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I feel challenged in that area, for sure. So, yeah, I definitely think that that is a big area, and I think that for women, we have a tendency to think. Well, gosh, I mean, I do so much around the house. Why do I have to praise him for taking out the trash? Or I do, you know, I some of the, you know, stay-at-home moms. I mean, I can remember being at home and saying, but I, I deal with them all day. And he comes home and wrestles them for 30 minutes or and bathes them. And I'm supposed to tell him how amazing he is at being a dad, mm-hmm. you know. And so I think that we have a tendency to put our eyes back on us and it's being purposeful in and being challenged in this area to where we can speak life um, and words of affirmation over our spouse. So, yeah. So for a woman, I mean, in general, like, like for you, why does it like, why do you feel like it's easier for some just overall for wives to pinpoint and pick out the the little things that they may not that a husband may not do as opposed to you know really focusing on the things that are done like do you like do you think well, if I don't say those things and remind you know me of those mm-hmm. things then they're never going to get done like do you think that or 
Yeah, because yeah, a little bit because I think there is a. I mean, you've even said before we can't read your mind, and we just say, just remind us, or just tell us, or whatever. And so, and I think that's part of it that we don't want to stew and get mad over the fact that you haven't changed a light bulb if we haven't said, "Hey, that light bulb really needs to be changed," and please change that light bulb. You know, we part of it is just wanting to remind you yeah but that definitely comes across as nagging in well, some aspects I think I think that there is a w- there is also a way to do that so it may be that you have said it 10 times mm-hmm. but you're right in that sometimes we just genuinely mm-hmm. forget right and so it, if you're able to say hey I'm, I may not have mentioned this, but did you did um, but did you see that the light was out? And you know, I'm just th- again, yeah, this yeah. is just a it's big example. example. Yeah. But something like that, I think that's a big difference in, hey, uh, you remember I've told you ten times that you need to change the light bulb. I mean, even if you're saying it f- jokingly and and it's not the same yeah. as saying, hey, I don't, I may not have ever mentioned this, but I noticed that that light's out in that room. That's a whole different way of approaching it. Right. So it's saying the same thing, but in a respectful way. Yeah. And in a kind way. And where I was really going with this is the more that you praise your husband, the more they want to do things mm-hmm. because they want to be praised again and mm-hmm. again. Sure. And I'm telling you, when you stop praising them, mm-hmm. then even those little things become way less important. Mm-hmm. Because that's, I mean, it, it's it's awful to, to, it's just the way we're made. We want to hear, you know, I'm, I want to be your knight in shining armor. I want to rescue you. I want to be that person. But if you don't remind me that I'm doing that in all these other little ways, then I'm not going to care so much about the things that you're nagging me about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would challenge wives out there to really go overboard in this area and see if it doesn't help mm-hmm. with, like, because I, I genuinely believe that there's husbands out there that will look for stuff to do mm-hmm. because they want to hear you tell them how great they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the other part of that is is to also do it in public. Like, like praise your spouse in public, even, you know, for them to be able to hear you to say, oh my gosh, you should have seen what he did yesterday or, you know, anything, anything. Yeah. It's that's just not like over the top because then nobody, your friends don't want to be around you. Right, <laughs> right. Like, oh my it, gosh, it, it can be done do. in a subtle sure. way. But man, you talk about just walking away going, mm-hmm. I'm the man, <laughs> like I'm the man, you know, and it's not. And I I, like, I don't ever feel, you hear that, ladies? Don't y'all wish y'all had somebody like me? It's not that. It is like, I have made her happy. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. And, you know, for for us, I think that I would like to respond to that by saying that if you have a husband that doesn't do any of those things, when is the last time you praised him for doing any of those things? And... Like, try to find even the smallest thing that he could do that you were able to say, thank you so much for doing that. Even if it's something small like taking out the trash. Mm -hmm. If you never say thank you for taking out the trash, do it. And then see if that, if it continues or if he 
wants to do something else because he is needing that affirmation. And then if you have a husband that spends a lot of time at work, he could be getting a lot of praise at work Mm -hmm. because it's like, well, up here, people notice, they think I'm the man. Yeah. And, you know, at work, I'm, you know, people tell me that. And yeah, it, your boss is telling you what yeah, a great job right, you've done. Right. And it's like, well, I like hanging out there better yeah. because I am the man at work. But you want him to be the man at your house, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So it's. Yeah. No, that's a, I, that's that is perfect. And it's a perfect way to to say it, because I do think that if you can only find something small, start there mm-hmm. and see what it does to mm-hmm. them. That's right. And I, and I really believe there will be a transformation. All right. Yep. Hey, I was really mature. <laughs> I was really but mature, mature because... Mature, I don't know is the right word. Okay, whatever. You were really... I don't know. Mature. No! <laughs> that's not the no. right word. All right, so here's the thing. I mean, let's just be let's just be real. On Valentine's... I've heard it said that your husband... If your husband is not able to be physically intimate with you on their birthday their anniversary, and Valentine's Day, then they feel like a loser. Now, hopefully that's not the only three times (laughs) that you're being physically intimate with your spouse, but I have heard that. So we are going to, we're going to talk a little bit about that, but I want to do it in a way that really um, starts a little bit of conversation. So it's not just, you know, we've heard it said that, hey, in order to prepare a woman Uh, to be intimate physically, you know, you need to work at it all day. You need to start, start in the morning and, you know, you just prepare them all day by loving on them, doing things, all of that. And then to prepare a man, you just show up naked. Like that's the joke. Um, but I want, I want to, um, share that it's, it is more than that to a man. Now, now, I do think that there are times where when a wife says, look, I just know that that is a need of yours, and so let me meet that need for you, that's amazing. Like, And that is a selfless act that does not go unnoticed. Like, that's, that's incredible. But I think that also men want to know that whenever you're being physically intimate, it's not just a chore for you to satisfy your spouse and make them happy. Like, they want to know that you're into this as much as they are. And again, there is complete, like, it. it's amazing because I know how different a man and a woman are. So there are times where it's just like, hey, I want to, I want to meet this need for you, make you happy, and that's great. But if it's every single time, then it becomes, um, well, it affects the respect and the pride and the honor and all of that that a man feels because I think that men want to feel like they are desired and, you know, all of those mm-hmm. things. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You're just sitting there that, staring at uh, me. No, I'm not. I'm listening. Okay. I'm taking it in. Okay. I'm a woman. I'm taking it in. Is that, um, do you agree with that? Yeah, I do. Okay. I agree with that. Okay. Completely. Cool. Do you think that how, how much of that changes just over time? How much of that is affected by time? Uh, 
Um, I mean, I think that you get comfortable. Yeah. Um, with familiarity. Your, yeah. mm-hmm. And um, gosh, I don't know. I mean, like I think about because we've been married twenty six years. Like I think that. Gosh, I don't know. I don't want to use the word familiar or comfortable, but you just gotta, mm-hmm. you just kind of know like yeah. what your spouse enjoys sure. and what works and what, and and I I get kind of anxious when I think about well, gosh, do I need to get out of that familiar familiar? I can't say that word familiarity. Yeah, that word. <laughs> um, and do something a little, little risque. Okay, for example. About a month ago, I there's this um, company that I use that sends me clothes like once every two months, and you get to decide if you want to keep it or not and send it back. I just love it because it's easy and I don't have to go to the store. And I I got an email from them saying they were going to put together a special Valentine's box, and I was like, well, that'll be fun. And, you know, I kind of clicked what I thought might be fun. And, and I remember I told you about it because I didn't want you to freak out that I'd done a charge on the card, um, getting another wantable box. And you'd be like, why are you getting another box? So I was like, I'm just telling you, I ordered a Valentine's Day one. There may not be anything good in it. I may not keep any of it. I just wanted you to know that I put that out there. And your response was, is that my Valentine's Day present? Because if it is, that'll be the best present ever. And and I started thinking, gosh, maybe I'm too boring. Like maybe I should spice things up a little bit. Or, um, you know, maybe I should request a, a mural, you know, outfit. or Mural. So, I mean, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. <laughs> outfit. And so, like, I kind of got a little, like, self-conscious thinking maybe I don't do well in that area because I am so comfortable and because I know you so well. I know, I just know what works. Mm-hmm. And and so, I think some of that is, like, I think some of that, I desperately want to make you feel loved in that area. And I always feel like maybe I'm not doing enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, no, no, that's all great. And I do think there's the comfort and the being comfortable. Like, like that's just a sign of uh, there is a part of that that's, hey, we're, we are mature in our relationship. We know what we enjoy. We're growing old together. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's just that sweet spot. But then I just believe that every man out there, just has this part that's like, man, when we were in the honeymoon phase, like, can we just be there every now and then? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. so, but I told you when you said that you sent, that you, you told me about that box or whatever. And I, I remember texting you and said, you just telling me that mm-hmm. is the greatest thing that happened to me today. Mm-hmm. Because just the fact that you thought, thought about, about it, it. Mm-hmm. like it it hasn't led to anything, mm-hmm. you know, but True. the fact that you thought about that, right. like was the greatest thing that happened because I'll move into this next thing because we kind of got to hurry here. Sorry. Um, the, the next thing is like flirting, like mm-hmm. that's flirting, mm-hmm. you know, and for me to know that you were thinking about that and th- and thought of that, 
like that was incredible and and I do think that as we have become and everybody does this as you get more comfortable you just kind of stop flirting mm-hmm. and I think that guys look I mean you think about when we were dating you flirted with me all the time mm-hmm. And even as we were newlyweds, we were just constantly, and again, you grow up, all of that kind of stuff. I get it. But we couldn't keep our hands off each other when we were first married. And it was, you know, and it's it can be lot, it can show itself in lots of different ways. I mean, the text, you know, that are flirty texts, it can be, you know, just comments throughout the day. And I'm not saying all the time, but, you know, even just like touching throughout the day, a little, you know, flirting of some sort, uh, you know, whispering something in in their ear. And here's the part that I really want to, I, I mean, we really, <laughs> we're almost out of time for what we normally do, but I want to ask this question. Do you as a woman, does it cross your mind or enter your mind to think, if I do, if I flirt with him, then he's going to think, Every time I flirt with him, that now it's got to lead to sex. Absolutely. So, I, yeah. so is that and a reason? Oftentimes, I don't flirt or don't say things because I'm like, I don't need it to lead to something tonight. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's just being really yeah. honest. All right, perfect. And I'm so glad I asked that question because I would say this for every man out there. And I'm not every man. So it may, this may be, (laughs) no, I'm definitely not. If you're not used to flirting with your spouse at this stage of your marriage and you do it, chances are they're going to go straight to, oh yes, (laughs) tonight's the night. Like immediately, Uh that's what's going to happen. But let's, let me just say a little bit of that is your fault then Mm -hmm. because you don't, that's the only time you're ever flirtatious Mm -hmm. with your spouse. So it's kind of like you have to maybe get over that hump. Mm -hmm. But if you incorporate that into like just every day, like, because what I want to say is why not? Like, why not flirt with each other? And if you incorporate that into just, I mean, I'm not saying to be gross and obnoxious every day, but if you flirt with your (laughs) spouse, (laughs) if you flirt with your spouse on a regular basis, it will become, my wife is the greatest, she is so much fun, and genuinely will not expect that every single time that you flirt with them. It just becomes, we have so much fun together. And it really, like, honestly, it hurts me to know that there are wives out there, you included, that are like, I ain't, I ain't flirting with him because then he won't get his hands off of me later. And like, that's, I mean, that's a little bit, like it's sad in a way. It's sad that we think that way, and it's sad that you think that way. Mm-hmm. So instead, I think we all need to kind of twist it to where it's like, can we not just have fun together? Like God created this. Mm-hmm. Like we're supposed to enjoy this part of marriage, but we're so scared. It's like this little these little things that just scare us away mm-hmm. from it. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm, I know I'm going to be too tired, so I'm not going to say anything fun. And and the guys are just like just let me know that you still want me and Mm -hmm. that you still want to have fun with me. And it doesn't always have to lead to something. So 
I don't know. That was that was the one thing I wanted to make sure that we got out there because I just think that every couple struggles with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just do. All right. So last thing is you mentioned this, and this is gonna be the very last thing we talk about. But you mentioned, do I need to spice it up? Do I need to look? I don't. You know, nobody's expecting you to sit down and think through every single time and what can I do to make this different and spice it up or whatever. But I do think that 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 the adventure of that is, I mean, guys just crave adventure. They crave having fun with their spouse. And so when there is something different and, you know, whether that's a different location or whether that's just, um, you know, you mentioned the lingerie or whatever, or it's just, you know, trying something different. Just when you were in the honeymoon stage, it was like whatever, whenever and wherever, you know, and most of the time, by the time you get to the stage that we're in and most people along the way, like that's just gone. And not that, not that it's bad because it can still be really good. But I just think that there's people out there that are like, let's just have fun. And one example of that. So we were out, I like you, you'll be, you'll probably think, I don't even really remember that. These are the things that guys never forget, like ever. So I run out of, the trails and we were out there I convinced you to go with me one time and we're out in my place and I'm like this is where I run every day and the dogs with us we're just kind of and you said to me have you ever have you ever thought about having sex with me out here (laughs) and we didn't because that's probably illegal but that was the greatest thing you've ever said to me because I was like Huh, have I? The greatest you know? thing ever that I said to you also. <laughs> but it's just that kind of a thing. And and I think it's more when we just, like, when I know that you're thinking, hey, like, I want you. This is fun. We're in this life together. We live this one time. We're going to, let's just have as much fun as we can. That just does everything for a guy. Mm-hmm. So, all right, we went way over. That's I'm about okay. to shut no, this down. You weren't going to shut it down before I say this. <laughs> okay. I want to make sure that some that there may be some women that are listening to this that say my husband needs to hear this, as in like maybe you are the one that feels like you you're never physical with your spouse, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Like these roles may be reversed. Yeah. They may be you know whatever role you feel like you're in, this message can still be. Yeah. For you, this this That's talk good. can still be for you because it's not always the man that feels that way versus yeah. the women feels feel and again feels we the other way. We can't overstate. We understand there's physical right. limitations. All there, the things. I mean, we can't address everybody. Mm-hmm. So this is just in general, and we're doing our best because I mean, this is real life conversation between us. That's right, and we want to invite other people in because we know that other people have the same struggles and same issues that we have. So we just want to invite you into our world. That's right. None of that was scripted. Heather had no <laughs> idea what I was about to say, as evidenced by my getting very quiet. <laughs> I would look over and you'd be like, crickets, crickets, crickets. <laughs> All right, that was fun. Okay, so next time we're gonna let we're gonna reverse the roles and we're gonna let Heather throw it at me and we'll see what happens. Come back next week. All right, you guys have a great week. Happy Valentine's Day. See you next time.